It's Tuesday, the 19th of October, and it's time to get your grid on with the Greencast. I'm your host, Rhodes, and joining me today are Winks. Hey. And Winks. Uh, Winks, you gonna... um, uh, Let's just get them out of here. Oh, what, all the Winkses? Yeah, just the one. I'm mean, going to need one. Oh, well, I mean, we could do it too, to be honest with you. It'd be nice. <laughs> We do with this the third wheel. In fact, if the bot that recalls this started talking now, I think I'd deal with the problem after nine o'clock, as long as it spoke about video games. Um, how do you, mate? You looking forward to this duo cast? Oh, fantastic. Can't wait for all the topics. All of the topics. We shouldn't. Yeah. We, we should just talk about not the topics, really, but we'll wing it. Hmm. We'll, we'll, you know, you know. I don't. This is going to be an awful episode for everyone listening. Just skip. Go to next week's. It's not out yet, but go to next week's. <laughs> Re-listen to last week's. Yeah, if we set the bar low, when when we actually manage to get at least 45 minutes of a podcast out, mm. people will be impressed. They won't listen to it, but they'll be impressed. Yeah. But um, what have you been playing this week, mate? That's... <laughs> I've only been playing one thing, and it's been Back for Blood. And... Shit, of all the weeks to only play one game. <laughs> I know, which is why. <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons why that's bad, but um, yeah. So I played Back for Blood. I won't say much about it. I'll let you carry on about it. But I just thought it was alright. I thought it was a very good uh, Left for Dead game, and uh, I think it sounds more like a vampire game. Like it's still every time I hear Back for Blood, I still get confused with uh, Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines Five, whatever it's called. And so I've just been calling it Right to Live, which is like the opposite. <laughs> To live. Oh. <laughs> or maybe right. fight to survive would be better. Fight to survive. Yeah. What about zombie for Bombi? <laughs> <laughs> Means nothing. Yeah. <sighs> Not much. One game. But yeah, yeah. yeah, no, sorry. And I've been stuck. Well, I haven't been stuck. I've just been playing. It's a long one, actually. Like, the campaigns are super long. I'm only on whack, Whacked One. Act One. Yeah, no, <laughs> I played it with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole time you played this game, I was there. <laughs> For a little bit. Well, I missed the For first three chapters, I think. Yeah, but we did a lot. How was your experience with uh, Back for Blood? Well, I've, I've finished Back for Blood because I reviewed it and spoke about it last week on the podcast. Oh. So my opinions have not changed in the past seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just take the audio from last week's and just copy and paste them into this week's? Yeah. Now record it. It's, it's not a joke that anyone that isn't is going to get. I'm just thinking. Uh, I say it in. I'm not editing this. I can't be asked. Mm. Maybe I'll censor myself. I like. Mm. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and edit this podcast so everything that isn't a swear word is beeped. Oh, so it's going to be one long beep. Yeah, and then like right at the end, I'll be like, "Fuck," very <laughs> gently. Like that a tenacious soft, D song. A soft fuck. A soft fuck. Yes. Hmm. Have you been playing anything else this week? Probably. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know anymore. I've lost the world to live. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing more New World, which is also what I said last week when we did this podcast. It's just, mm. it's just, can I just, it's Tuesday the 12th of October, lads. It's not the 19th anymore. We're all stuck. Stuck in a void. I don't know. Mm. Where, where do people get stuck when time doesn't move? I don't know. Um, I've been playing Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Dark Souls again. Um, I was so inspired by the Elden Ring gameplay that was leaked that I was like, oh, I'll play some Dark Souls. And I started a new character. Uh, it's Prepare to Die Edition. I don't have the remake or the remaster, whatever the fuck it is, because I'm not an idiot. I don't waste my money on these things. Um, that is meant to offend anyone yeah, who has done that. I, I don't want you to. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, you know, because obviously the original Dark Souls has probably been released more times than Skyrim, but the Skyrim joke's funnier, so <laughs> but hey ho, you know, I'm not bitter. <laughs> um so I started that, started a new character, did the first boss, like the fucking dungeon keeper, whatever his name is, dickhead. <laughs> um, and then I beat the guy on the bridge. And then I ran up the stairs, I forgot about the dragon that sets everything on fire, he set me on fire and killed me, and I was like, I'm gonna go play FIFA. That just um, sounds like a night out. Like up Yeah, north. it is a night out up north. We, we we regularly get attacked by dragons when we leave nightclubs and or pubs. Um, and that dragon is usually an angry taxi driver. I don't, I've not been out in a long time. I can't remember what goes on outside anymore. <laughs> it's um, the purge. We don't even know. 
shit. I mean, I mean, to be fair, mate, in London, it may as well be the purge. <laughs> the knife crime capital of the city. It's just crime capital of the city. There's like yeah. 8 million people there. It makes sense. <laughs> when you think about it. It's just fun games, like knots and crosses, but we just use each other's bodies. Oh, I mean... It's a bit dark. It sounds like a, a Fifty Shades of Grey plot. <laughs> hey, you want to play Notes and Crosses without bodies? And she's like, <laughs> yes, Mr. Grey. Is that his name? I assume so, yeah. Okay. Mr. Yes, Mr. Shades. Fifty Cent, please. Fifty Cent. Yes, Mr. Cent. And he's like, ah, sorry, darling, I'm, I've been declared bankrupt. Um, you, should <laughs> us, you should go ask Yee instead. Oh, yay. Ye. Yeah. Oh, is it yay? It's yeah, yeah, it'll be oh. yay. Well, I'm going to call him ye. <laughs> Sue me. Sue ye. Fuck, I hate it. You're a mm. fucking, you're a bad one. I've got Titanic up on my computer now, because um, we were talking about that just before we started. Mm. Got absolutely nothing to do with this podcast, but I'm trying to fill time, you know. Normally, this pit of the podcast goes on a bit longer. So, but between us, we've played two games because we played the same game, and I played another game on top of that. So it's really not. I guess not, you know I have played another game, but I didn't really want to spoil it. But uh, it was like a GameCube game. Uh, had to slip it in. Have you heard of Piano Five? Nope, Piano Three. <laughs> Piano Three. It sounds yeah. like a creepy pasta. But carry on. <laughs> it does. Uh, so Mario appears and he bleeds out of his eyes. No. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, I thought he said his arse. <laughs> and just bleeds out his arse. And he's like, I have a plumbing issue. <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> oh, Mama Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just, it's, imagine, uh, I don't know, it looks a bit like Nier. Um, it's kind of got like a Space Channel 5 vibe to it. Um, it's got like the flirty uh, protagonist that you'd see in a Bayonetta, but it's just shit. I mean, all those things you described up until the point you said it was shit were things that were quite good generally. Mm, I know. Um, you, it had shit. Wait, what's it called? Piano three. Yeah. Like as in like the letters piano. Yeah, three. project number three. Although I keep calling it like piano three by accident. I so. immediately seeing the name like typed out on the cover of this game mm. makes me think of the Cartoon Network show codenamed Kids Next Door. Oh. Um. But, I mean, wait, uh, that's not right on the cover. Her arm shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, like, it, she it's like, not only is like, she the most boring character ever, but it's just like they've rigged, they've just kind of manipulated this doll, do whatever. And yeah, it's, I, it's sad because like all the things I just said, it's like, it's like this A, B and C. It has a lot of potential, and at some points it is fun. But we'll get to this, actually, at the end, if we're going to stick with the format, um, with a good length of a game, or spoiler alert. Um, I'll tell you what, then. What we should do, then, is because yeah. I know neither of us have read these news articles. Let's rattle through <laughs> them, and then we'll just do the main topic, because I've got more to say about that than anything else. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Elden Ring's been delayed. That was a complete shock. It was meant to come out in January. It's coming out in February. Do you care, Winks? Um, no, not particularly, but I think it's probably for a good reason, right? You know, a delayed game is better than a, than a not delayed game. It's buggy. Um, all right, me, big... calm down. <laughs> the biggest thing though, I've noticed from all this is that you're going to need a Bandai Namco account to actually play it. Like it's I required. mean, it's probably, yeah, well, I don't really care to be honest with you. I won't buy it. It's coming. <laughs> There's other better games coming out at the time. I fucking said it. <laughs> I don't care about Elden Ring. I do a little bit, like a mm. tiny bit, but you know, I'd rather play Gran Turismo. Well, what you've been doing is you've just been playing Dark Souls and putting, have, like, having the uh, Game of Thrones in the background as an audiobook. You're like, ah, yeah, it's a. Oh, what I did it, I modded Dark Souls so that I could jump, and I had the Elden Ring <laughs> experience. And there you go. But I won't. I won't put that mod in until February, though. Obviously, I don't want to. Don't want to mm. get too ahead of myself. But yeah, it's been delayed. It's probably again. It's covid is a thing still yeah um it's still delaying games but it does mean that we do have a really really stacked opening to 2022 assuming they don't all obviously get delayed we got elden ring off the top of my head this is i don't have it in front of me because i, I don't prepare for these things uh but off the top of my head is elden ring horizon forbidden west uh, gran turismo 7 uh, dying like two 
Final Fantasy. Uh, not Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, there is Final Fantasy. Um, that uh, spin-off. The guy where he's, you know, he's got the iPhone. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I just remember it where he pulls out an iPhone. <laughs> iPhone yeah. Play some music. <laughs> play some music. And it's like Limp oh, Biscuit rolling. I was hoping, yeah. It's like, oh, if they played some Limp Biscuit or some Smash Mouth. Wow. Totally hardcore. Didn't realize got... Skrillex were such angsty 90 teenagers. Yeah, I did. I are you... Yeah, I was going to say, like, are you... excuse me? Are you got Pokemon Legends coming out as well? I got that Tom Clancy's. Yeah, I'm talking about good games, though. You know. Oh. 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 I woke okay. up today and chose violence. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I mean, okay, talking about good games, that Sifu one. Well, Sifu does look good. I give you that. That comes out <laughs> the same day. Ring now, doesn't it? Sifu. Did you call it seafood? No, I wish I did. I wish they called it seafood. It, it, does it come out the same day as Elden Ring? Seafood? Uh, it looks like it doesn't. No, it's a few oh. days. Just like maybe three days. There's something else. Something else comes out the same day, doesn't it? Though? Oh, um, Saints Row. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I can't decide if that's bad or good for Saints Row or Elden Ring. Mm, well, mm. because I feel like Elden Ring is hype, but only on the internet. Like no one else actually gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've never met anyone in real life who knows what Elden Ring is. You could just stop that. I've never met anyone in real life. I, man. <laughs> To be fair, I don't think I've ever been outside to speak to people about video games since Elden Ring was announced. So, <laughs> what can you do? I suppose the internet is real life now. Yeah, I guess. But Good you know, I, I I think both those games look pretty fucking mediocre. Elden Ring and Saints oh. Row. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> hot, um, hot take. Are they hot takes? Look I've seen. Right. <laughs> I've I've seen the Saints Row subreddit. Boy, those guys don't like women. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Interchangeable, I would have assumed, with from software. Uh, I was, I was talking about the Saints Row fans. I don't know about the yeah. from software fans. They, I, I, um, they just hate the you know people who are disabled being able to play video games on easy mode. That's what they. Oh think. yeah. You know who cares about accessibility? WWE Two K Twenty Two that comes out in March, but we're fucking really are off the beat here, aren't we? Well, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, we've got another GTA Five coming out. Yeah, you're excited. It's getting. Like it, it, it's standalone as well online, isn't it? Like it's mm. you can get online on its own. I think it might even be free on oh. next gen. I think that would be that's interesting. So you can like just download online and then play. Because I imagine you, you, they probably make so much money through the tran- microtransactions that oh, getting yeah. people into GTA <laughs> is probably more important than selling it. Mm. Um, Strangers of Paradise. That's the name of the Final Fantasy game. I think it looks. Oh yeah. Also average. I just want to play driving games like Gran Turismo. I don't care anymore. I'm not a real gamer. I'm sorry. Oh, bless. You'll get I your have... Euro truck next year as well. Maybe. I put weight on during lockdown and I've got boobs now, so I can't be a gamer. <laughs> Wait. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Women jokes. We're so original. <laughs> the cast. Uh, does anybody else think gamers are sexist? Because they are. There's a real problem in the community. When you said women, I could hear the women. I could women, hear the I in women. 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 Yeah. Whammon. Whammon. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Yep, there are games coming out next year. There are games coming out next year. And obviously the most exciting one of those games is Token Rambu Warriors on the Nintendo Switch. How did you know? Uh, because I picked the first game that wasn't <laughs> hyperlinked on Wikipedia to make that joke with. For all I know, that could be a really good-looking game, and I hope the fans do enjoy it, but it doesn't have a Wikipedia article, so my brain says it's shit. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I definitely wasn't picking Kaiju Wars, which also doesn't have a Wikipedia link, because it's fucking Kaiju Wars. You can't hate that. Yeah. Fucking, although it's a turn-based strategy game, so I can't hate that. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> also, is it would it be like unlicensed kaiju? So like it'll just be big... Mothra, <laughs> Zodgilla. <laughs> oh my god, Robot Man. Robot Man. That's all <laughs> of the ones favorite. I know. I don't know anymore. Um, who else is Godzilla fight? King Kong King. <laughs> big Ook. <gasps> Monkey Dog. <don't>, um... <laughs> <laughs> Conky Dong. There we go. Conky Dong. Yeah. Big. It's, it's just a massive penis with like a chest of a gorilla. <laughs> no, that's Monkey Dong. 
Monkey <laughs> Speaking of monkey dong, uh, Sony can finally wave their dong at Nintendo. Fuck, I'm really scraping. The wow. They, uh, they beat the Switch in the chart. The PlayStation 5, I should say, is beating the Nintendo Switch in the charts after 33 consecutive months. My Nintendo word. Switch was top. I, in honesty, I can't find information about these charts, so I assume it's just some kind of game console chart that this guy is talking about and everyone's hyping up here. Yeah, well, but, it's confusing because it's like, what's the difference between what? Um, oh, and I've lost the article completely. <laughs> what's the difference between um, uh, like selling, uh, was it units and best selling? Because apparently it's different. So Switch has got the best, like the, the most units sold. The units sold is what they send to retailers, I think. Oh. So that is, that is what units sold is what retailers have purchased from Sony, whereas selling is what has been bought from retailers by consumers. I see. So once once Sony or Nintendo has put their consoles in a shop, like it doesn't matter anymore. They've sold the console. Whatever happens after that, what happens? I wonder um, if that's because uh, the OLED green one was coming out. Does it factor in uh, pre-orders? Do you think? Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know anyone who's getting an, an OLED Switch because I, <laughs> I mean, feel like when when like the thing is the Switch has been so dominant that everyone I know who wants one mostly has one. Not everyone. There's only like there's, there's only a few people I know who don't have one that want one. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's I had to change what I was saying because of you. You basically, I just I catered that sentence for you. I just didn't Thank want to you. single you out. But you are the only person I know who wants one and doesn't have one. But at this point, like you are the only person I know who would probably get the OLED version. Yeah, that's right. But if you were like me and you had a Switch, you probably wouldn't, because what's the point? Well, unless you're a, a true Nintendo fan. I'm not. Oh. So I won't. I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate the way they spell Nintendo. I wish they'd bring the card games back. The Hanafonda. Hanafonda. Yeah. Hanafonda? I, I miss 1890s Nintendo so much. It, was, <laughs> it really made my childhood. In the 1990s. Oh, you're a vampire. Well, you know, I was in Back for Blood. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Bring it back, boys. Um, in, in my 28 years on planet Earth, though, I've now become quite chunky, just like Guns of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> quite chunky. 150 gigabytes, Winks. Do you also think that is, I mean, that's like one war zone. No, it's, probably, it's probably not, is it? I hate that it's starting to be- become the, the tradition, the standard, that games are allowed to be published as bloated as they are, like this. Like, well, Have we gotten to the point where we need to get bigger hard drives? Or like, at least make them cheaper for us to get new hard drives? Or just, why can't they just condense it smaller? Yeah. I just wish, that, like, what bothers me most about this is that we still get really shitty hard drives in consoles. Hmm. Like, I bought a PS5 on, when it launched. I got an Xbox Series X a few months later, and I'm sat there. I'm like, between them, they've got when you take out like operating systems and things like that, they've got like mm-hmm. 1.6 terabytes. And it's like, but most games are like 80 to 100 gig now, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's useless. This is all useless. Like my my PS5 at the minute, and this is another thing that bothers me about some games. At the minute, I've got Gran Turismo Sport on there, and I can't play it. Because it needs an update. Yes. But I can't update it, not because I don't have enough space for the update, but because it's one of those, this, this thing that games do now, and I don't know why they do it, where to update the game, I must download the entire game. And then it deletes the version I had before. Oh, my God. And it's like, but I can't do that because I don't have enough space to download a whole new Gran Turismo. <laughs> So at some point, I need to uninstall Gran Turismo, re-download Gran Turismo, so it just downloads the newest version. And Warzone does this. Um, there's another game that does it as well. It's really annoying. It might be the Formula One game that does it as well, but that doesn't get as many updates. But it's, it's just irritating. It's like your game's massive. And then you, when you want to update your like, you need to download it again. <laughs> but you can't, unda- you can't uninstall the other version before you download it, because even though we're going to uninstall that for you, you need it. That hurts. I was wondering what the heck it was doing because I only like the biggest game that I do have. I think it is uh, Sport. G- just gonna say GTA Sport. Um, <laughs> it's the only one that I have that's like that big. But literally every time I want to play it, 
it updates and I'm like, I've got to wait 20 minutes. But by the time that it's all downloaded and everything, I, the time has passed. I found something new. I've gone on to better things. Wipeout. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Back, um, if you've gone to um, project number three or whatever oh, it's called yes. on the GameCube. Mm. <laughs> my, my, my go-to game. Same. Uh, <laughs> regularly, I go to that game. That's my go-to game. If you haven't played yeah. Piano 2, then, you know, y'all are just fake gamers. What isn't my go-to game is Final Fantasy XIV Online. God damn. Because I don't like Final Fantasy games. I've made that very clear on this podcast. I don't need to go into that. I'm just tangenting now. <laughs> it's the most profitable Final Fantasy game, which isn't a surprise to me. It's an MMO. It makes money mm. every month. It's got a user base with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I think it's 24 million players in total now. Um, I think you can do like the first, like, you can do a lot of content for free in this as well, I, I think. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love, I love free stuff. It's a shame it's Final Fantasy, or I'd, I'd take advantage. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll, ca- you'll catch on. Yeah, no, I've tried it. It's shit. Oh, <laughs> well, I think what you need is a Persona MMORPG. I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather chop Victory? off my testicles and oh. turn them into my Persona. And just have like you know like a good versus evil like angel or devil on your shoulder, <laughs> yeah. rather that but with my left and right bollock. Which one's the evil one? Uh, definitely the right one, I think. <laughs> definitely, you had that answer ready. What yeah, yeah it, it hangs a bit lower than the left one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's just uh, saggiest. Sag- saggiest oh. balls. Yeah, we've, got, <laughs> we've got a fucking title for this pod, haven't we? <laughs> Maybe the top ones are evil. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think this is all considering like it's just for is it PS4? I think PS5 and uh, PC. Is that the three platforms Final Fantasy XIV's on? Yes. Well, is it on Xbox? It is not on Xbox yet. They're tempting people with a port. There might be a port coming soon at some point. And uh, yeah, if, if when that gets unleashed, there'll be two more people playing it. Well, yeah, if people on Xbox that don't play JRPGs, do they? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, yin-yang. It's like Japanese West people East. don't take to Xbox well, and Xbox users probably never touched an RPG, except for Blue well, Dragon. According to everyone I've ever seen speak about Xbox on Twitter, they only do shooters and, and racing games. Hmm. You know, not because obviously like, the Fable series didn't exist, or Age of Empires, or no. Microsoft Flight Simulator, or... I guess you could say Flight Simulator is a racing game. It's a race against the time to stop being bored when playing a fucking video game. <laughs> Am I role-playing someone playing a game? Because that's every game. Hey! Because you're a woman. Ah. That's why. You, you play it in like, I just wish this was mobile and full of fruit <laughs> that I could slice. I need a man screaming at a little, as a little icon so I can actually play it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I need to play Raid Shadow Legends, the sponsor of today's. Gr- <laughs> it's not. It wouldn't. No one sponsors us. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> if they did, it'd probably be some kind of IPA. <laughs> the hazy variety. Yeah, I'm not convinced they didn't sponsor us at one point. I just don't think they the know. No. <laughs> Consume. Um, who? A thing that doesn't sponsor us is uh, Aliens Fire Team, who also sadly isn't sponsored by anyone because it's got no fucking players. Oh, bless. Why are you going to do it to them? 800 people. Um, I reckon more people probably play Colonial Marines right now, ironically, than people <laughs> play Fire Team legitimately. Well, I was I remember thinking, yeah. When this, when this game, before this game came out, we had a review copy here at Game Grin. And uh, Steve, the guy who owns Game Grin, I think, I guess that was, yeah, like the CEO, another thing. Um, <laughs> He, um, him and his son did it. His son, his son Luke did the review. Cop uh, did the review. They, but they played like all the multiplayer together, and they were like, "Oh, this get this is the one. This is the best thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone should get it. It's amazing, right?" I don't think I've heard them play it since that review got published. I um, see. I was. I have seen them play it a, a bit. Like even probably as early as like two weeks ago. So I'm thinking it's it's quite possible that the 790 two people who uh, played this. It could have been Rash. One of them could have been Rash. He might have been yeah, making the news. Been rash. Wow. That's good. You know, I want to see, I wonder what um, 
the like the peak player bases for this game compared to Colonial Marines is. And I also wonder, do you reckon this game sucks? Well, not it doesn't suck. It is, to be fair, I've tried it. It's quite a good game, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to shit on it. See, I don't shit on everything, you know. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a wholesome boy sometimes. Yeah. But do, do you think it like it suffers because of how bad Colonial Marines was, or at least the bad reputation that Colonial Marines has? I think that has got the stigma, but it beat that. I think the major thing is that it's a good game, and it's not absolutely spectacular. Nor is it so bad that it's you need mm. to play it. It's just a good game, and. It just got overlooked. Like, okay, good new game. Next thing, next thing, please. Back yeah. of blood. No, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, yeah. You'll be glad to know it does have more players than Clothing Marines right now. It's got six hundred and seventy currently. Just, just, just no, 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 that's um, Fire Team. That's that's gone down to six hundred and seventy. Oh. Clothing Marines has twenty five current players. Oh, twenty five. Its peak that's... was thirteen thousand nine years ago. So Fire Teams would have a. Uh, a bigger peak, to be fair. It was peaked mm. at 15,000. Um, but I guess, like, I think, it, isn't it just a co-op game as well, I think? Yeah, it so requires I, at least two, another person. And then, really, mm. the boss is not very good, so I think you need three people in total. Yeah, so you, you think if you, if you get it with a couple of friends and one of them gets bored, then you've lost three players, basically. Because yeah. no one plays online with people. We've learned this in Back for Budwings. You, you don't <laughs> do that. Because people online... Dear listen, this is your lesson of the week, listeners. Be nice to each other online. If yeah. people are struggling in video games, give them a hand. Don't be a cunt. Slash a back for blood public lobby player. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Um, that really came from the gut. You, could, you can tell that I was attacked by someone. Who hurt you? Um, their name was Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we could put her on blast. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's fucking. That's the <laughs> next topic. How much of a bitch? Yeah. And then we love, love her. you. We love you, Nikki. Love you. Don't listen to this bit. And skip. Go ahead. Mm. Like, just forget the last thirty seconds. Maybe. Well, you'll probably lose stats about aliens, colonial marines if you do that. So don't do that. <laughs> um, should we do the main topic? Yeah, let's hit it. Go on then. Yeah. Winks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say what it is. Yes. And I'll let, and I'll let you do your GameCube rant about. Oh, okay, Project fine. Number Evo. I mean, it, you implied that that's what you were going to do earlier, so that's why I was that. Yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, you don't have to. You can do what you want. It's you know, it's yeah. free country. I, you know, I've been saying whatever the fuck I wanted all now, haven't I? It's not been an hour yet. It's been about 25 minutes. <laughs> oh, flying through the news. Main topic. What, dear Winks, mm. is, is a good length for a video game? Why is a good length for a video game? Uh, it's not about the size, but how it feels. Um, <laughs> I knew someone who said that to me once with a really uh, disappointed face. Yeah. Yeah. Should listen. Um, but I, yeah, like it really depends on uh, the game's mechanics, how it's, if it's fun to play and if it's not grounded or absolutely drenched in fetch quests or if it wants to really be a film, which is like a new thing. I think this generation or last generation, coming up to this generation, all games wanted to be was actually just films, especially when it comes to Rockstar games. It's just like, we, we, why can't I be a film? And just with the amount of cutscenes and uh, side stories and just narrative. Are you, are you not a fan of that, I'm guessing? Um, not particularly how it's handled so far. At some point in the future, there will be a game that, it manages to get it perfect. Some people probably would say God of War, but I haven't really tried that yet. But um, it also depends on how people consume media too, because some people are binge watchers, which is like good for them. I can't do it. I've got to take take like an episode or two at a time. So it's like pretty much most games, especially especially AAA games, are not really for me. But I still mm. try them. Some of them hit. Some of them get the right balance. Um, but yeah, like. Do you think uh, like a big problem is this insistence on not just the games as a service? Because obviously they could be pretty bad because the whole point is you're meant to come back. Mm. But like this idea of turning single player stories into a service where you can try and get more out of it. Like a game like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm. You can, you oh, know, that's God. a game where you, what is it? It's 50 hours for the main story, I think. But so much of it is just like leveling up and collecting things. Like it's just 
it's, it's just dragging itself out because it means you come back every day and you may buy that little thing in the game that improves something. Yeah, it's like, an awful thing to start trying to like make a thing. I really hate <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And it's like, that for me is why I didn't like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It was why, I think it was why I was so pleasantly surprised about how much I enjoyed Far Cry. Because mm. obviously they're the both Ubisoft games and Far Cry was... What, what I think I beat in 14 hours, I want to say. Okay. And it's very like the thing with Far Cry is like Assassin's Creed, it's, it's not as big a, a world, but it's obviously it's a sort of big sandbox, the open world thing, Far Cry. Yeah. But I found that like if I wanted to just do the story, I could just do the story. Like it was like, if you want to go from point A to point B, do it. Yeah. And like I think so many games miss that now. Yeah, because. Uh- the stereotype with the Ubisoft games of the past was uh, your map be completely marred and saturated in like just icons everywhere. Mm. And that's not fun for the majority of people, but you know, it gives engagement and it's like, uh, I think people equate the length of a game as like, you're getting more bang for your buck, which I guess had a place like maybe 20 years ago, but it's, yeah. Well, I'm glad that it's not really a thing now, but still, with with Valhalla and Odyssey, even it, for for it to having uh, like those XP grinds, and you can pay like more money so that you can get your XP quicker. I'm glad that that's like slowing down, but oh, it's so egregious. It's it's hurt games that could have been very good. I I still think Assassin's Creed Valhalla could have been very good because I think um, I think the way Ubisoft create like. Uh, not classical words that's probably the wrong historical like worlds mm. you know like the vikings like well like in odyssey with the the ancient greece vibe i i think they're great i, I honestly do like i've never played in a apart from assassin's creed 3 because no one cares about the american revolution and i will die on that hill every other assassin's creed, well you know they were english really weren't they they were, <laughs> it was just us falling out with ourselves get over it guys um but like all Assassin's Creed games, I think are, are, are gorgeous. Like being able to like me in Assassin's Creed Two, going to Rome and stuff like that, and, and that's still true now, open to and including Valhalla. It's just a shame that like I remember Assassin's Creed Two. It was like twelve hours, maybe. Mm. And you've got you know Ezio is this really charismatic character, and he's he's great to control, he's great to play, and he's fun to watch. And then you've got I've Ivar Ivor Ivar one of those. Is this- it's what. It's them. That's one of them. Is their names? You can obviously the new Ubisoft thing. You can pick a man or a woman. Ooh, it's how far one. we've come from <laughs> being able to not model women at all to always getting to play as a woman? Huh? Aren't they great? Um, but like, it's like you want to like them so much because like the setting is so cool and everything about it is so cool, and the game's mm. just like. But I'm going to make you do this, which is going to add five hours on. You're like, you don't have to. You really didn't. I really <sighs> didn't need to do that. It's no. I'm just not about it. And that's why I don't really avoid AAA games as a reason, because mm. it requires so much of your time. And uh, usually the narrative, like it's it's built up to be extremely dense and rich. It's like, oh, it's so fantastic that you can explore a world where like every corner there's something to do. And it's like, oh, it's grand. I think um, Legend of the, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild probably does it best where it kind of just, you, you could, from the get-go, you can just go off and do whatever order, get whatever, just so they can beat the boss. And mm. it's not it's not limited by um, how much XP you've got or anything like that. It's more of, it's either knowledge and or the, uh, well, just, it, it, uh, the accessories and uh, gear yeah. for it too. And that's, I feel like that's a, a perfect way of kind of gating your game to making, like to inflate it a bit more with uh of time if that's if that's what you want in a game you want a, a long experience but yeah you could equally just do it as quick as you can yeah at your own pace i agree with that i, I think um the witch 3 is another good example of a big game that does it well yeah. it's a, it does a very good job of like the world and, and the story is uh, it's, it's like an epic it's almost like lord of the rings it's, it's this epic tale but it also has like because it's split into sort of certain one. I don't want to say split into areas, but there's like there's towns, isn't there? There's Velen, there's Novigrad, and the Skellig Isles. Mm. And when you're in those places, those places have their own smaller stories. So you can mm. sort of 
digest everything a bit easier. You know, and, I, and at first, I remember when I first played The Witcher 3, one of my biggest criticisms of it was that I didn't like that, you know, the, the main story is you need to find Ciri. And the quest is like, you go to Velen, you go to Novigrad, you go to Skellige and see what you can find out. And then each place was its own sort of main quest. Mm. And I was like, that's stupid. I don't see why you do that. But then having played the whole game and how big it is, I was like, oh, that was great because it meant I could enjoy, like when I did Velen, that whole thing has like that city has like, you know, on its own, it's probably like, let's say 14, 15 hours to do. And it's got its own story arc and it's got its own conclusive ending and everything like that. And when yeah. you finished it, you were like, I can put this down now for maybe a couple of weeks and come back to it because that's resolved. Mm. And it's, and you know, like that's good. Like I, I don't like, I, it's, you know, there's little bits you can do with side quests, but that they're not essential to the story. But like, it's a big game. And what it did was it almost put checkpoints in where you were like, right, I did. I've done 15 hours and I can mm. stop now for a bit and take a break, do something else maybe. And I don't feel like I've lost anything. Like those, those games, Assassin's Creed is another one. Assassin's Creed, I, I don't want to just be picking on that. It's just the most recent one I can think yeah. of. But like when you, when you play it for 15 hours, there's, there's not like a, because it's so poorly paced, there's no good jumping off point to come back to. If mm. you get what I mean? Like you've, you've got a, if you, if you go, well, I've, I, I got like 15 hours into it. I haven't played it for months. If I went back to it now, I'd have to start again because I wouldn't have an idea what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the trouble with these massive games. And I think you brought up a really good point with The Witcher 3 because um, before that, Skyrim was a very good example of the time of like a really condensed story where you can do whatever you want on the side. But they were side quests. They, weren't, they didn't actively try to get your attention. They weren't needed. They were literally, if you felt impelled to, you had the freedom and reign to like just you know, have a little peek, get a bit more of the world, get more of Skyrim. And yeah. I think Witcher 3 was a, a natural progression, a fast one within like, how many years? Like four years, five years? Four years. Like, it was just like, okay, now, now we've evolved. And I'm kind of scared that uh, the Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be Skyrim 2. Um, I mean, well, actually, if it's Skyrim 2, that's fine. <laughs> I'd be chuffed if it was Skyrim 2. Skyrim yeah. better combat, I'd be loving life. Hell, well... Let's hope so. Let's see what uh, Stardust, Star, Star, Star Trailer, Starfield. There we go. Star Trailer. <laughs> but right, okay. We we mm. spoke a lot about long games and why they can be good and bad. Yes. But like, do you ever play a game that you think's too short? Like, I, I don't. Oh, you're right. What's the best example? Resident Evil Three. The remake of Resident Evil Three is a good example. Resident mm. Evil Three is a triple A, triple A priced game. You know, yeah. that cost, uh, I have it on Steam, I think it was 45 quid maybe. Brand new first day. Of course it's brand new at Steam. Buy <laughs> my, my secondhand Steam games. <laughs> um, so this I got that day one. <laughs> I got a day one, it was 45 quid. And that game, what, maybe three, three and a half hours long? Mm. And it's like, on one hand, I, I love games that are three, three and a half hours long. That's, for me, that's a sitting I could do that. And it did, yes, but not great. for what you wanted in a Resident Evil 3, right? Exactly. Like you, when, you're, when you're paying full price for a video game, you, you expect a certain length, I think. See, and... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that. Okay. <laughs> um, I think for, for people who have never played Resident Evil 3 and picking the remake up first, or like assuming that, you know, that's just a definitive way of enjoying the game, then I think they're going to they're not going to get the bang for the buck because they just want to sit and play it once. I think the game is designed to played, be played multiple times over and over again. Yeah, that is true. And I do agree with that next, to an extent, but mm. that's just using Resident Evil 3 as, as an example. Though. True. Um, I'm trying to think of something more <laughs> recent. Maybe that was quite short, but I can't think. For, for me, like a, a good mm. example of a game I think does it well recently is Deathloop. Or, or right. Far Cry Five, for example. They're, I think ten to fifteen hours is is a very good length for a video game. But both of them have room for more if mm. you want to do more. But th there's no like, oh hey, if you want to just do the story and do your thing, that's fine. I think that's the key take from this is that the game will actually give you the benefit of the doubt of like, here's the story. It's short and sweet, or it's short and sweet compared to most bloated games. Um, yeah. But yeah, like if you want, if you liked it enough, and if you felt like you wanted more, we'll give you some stupid DLC, or like, we've got like branching side quests for you, and it's not uh, blinding you, nor is it um, containing you. It's like a, it's it's a middle ground where you can weave in and out without any consequence, and that's 
I guess it's very hard to do, like specifically. Like um, even Cyberpunk yeah. did it very well. I just played it wrong. <laughs> I mean, the game is broken when it was when I played it, but I wanted so, to do everything. Yeah, that is true. So, Cyberpunk's issue is with its technical performance rather than its pacing. I think I think the pacing the was great. Yeah, yeah, the pacing is great. The pacing is only ruined by the fact, for me at least, on the PlayStation, it crashed all the time. <laughs> Um, and it's such a shame it's such a good game oh, yeah definitely masked by all the issues and i guess there is just a, like too many side missions there is too many side missions yeah but again it's similar to the wish three that they're still good yes you know like that i think that's another important aspect of these big open world games is that when when the side content is good mm. you, you will enjoy doing it especially if it's optional you know mm. i i think I think that's the key. And when I played Assassin's Creed, it was like, it's just, it's just markers everywhere. <laughs> it's like, talk to this person, find this chest, find this thing. And you're just like, leave me alone, man. I just want to fucking pillage. Yeah, it becomes a massive list of things to do. And Skyrim was kind of, uh, oh, well, a lot of Bethesda games, are, well, Bethesda games are like Skyrim and Fallout. They, they do turn into like a list if you are, if that's how you play. And it's like, you yeah. just don't want to look at the list because it's like, I'm never going to finish them all. But I, I think I think what Bethesda does well is that it it does the Witcher thing where mm. you do get a list, but like it condenses everything. You go to an area and you get loads of shit, and it's all done within a certain radius, and then suddenly you've cleared it. When you play a game like Assassin's Creed, or um, I'm trying to think of just a different open world game recently because I don't want to keep using Assassin's <laughs> Creed, but I can't I can't think of anything um, that I've played recently. What's that? Think... <laughs> What's that one where it's uh, you're hacking? Your hacker. Cyberpunk? <laughs> the other Ubisoft one. Oh, Watchdogs. Watchdogs. Oh, that's oh, yeah. oh, oh, fucking hell, yeah. That's also just as bad for the same reason. Yeah. When, yeah, you, when, you play, when you play those games, like it's, everything you do, it's like you talk to someone, they're like, can you help me? I'm like, yeah, of course I can. I'll, I'll <laughs> you. And then they're like, can you like go and do this thing for me, please? I'll give you like seven gold. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can do that for you, old lady. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good Viking. I can help you out. And then you open your map and it's like, Nine thousand meters away, and you're like, "No, get yourself." I'm trying to save the world, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, you you were saying about like good short games, or just short games in general. But I feel like uh, it's easier for short games to be, I don't know, feel good in its length, at least. I guess because there's they know how to do it. Because we've had mm. uh, almost the entirety of the video, of video game history to get it right, and um. Like even most recently, yeah. uh, Minute is like one of my favorite short games to play. It's, it it yeah. literally is like it just it is like Death Loop before Death Loop. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. The only the only thing that's the same is that you die. Um, actually, so it literally is a Death Loop, but it's nothing like Death Loop where you have sixty seconds to live and you got to figure out how to undo this sixty second curse. And it's just brilliant premise. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I, and I agree with that. I, I do think that shorter games do have it easier. I think if you can play a game, if you've got a couple of hours to play a game in an evening and you play and finish a game, I think instinctively you you think it's better mm. because you because you finished it. I, I don't think I've ever finished a video game and not felt satisfied seeing the credits because I'm like, ah, oh, that's concluded. Like I, that's I've started something, I've experienced the whole thing. And that's always a nice feeling, I think. And I, I think that is an advantage of, of shorter games. Mm. I just feel like, for me, sh like you said, shorter indie games, you, you know, 10, 15, maybe 20 quid, depending on the quality or the maker, like you're happy to to give that up for two or three hours. Yeah. It's when... You know, yeah, sorry. No, no, go on. I was, just, I was thinking, like, I happily pay for games which... I guess people would be angry for for paying for full price, like um, a Katamari or a Super Monkey Ball, because mm. those are very repetitive experiences that aren't meant to be binge played or binge watched or whatever, but should be taken in small doses. And that's the type of gamer I am. Like even with like in like yes. Mario Kart, it's just like just I'll do a cup a day and just do sprinkles of it, and that's I, that's 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 a good length for me, like uh, a, an, an episodic. 30 to hour session and then I'm off doing my life and I think that's that's probably the biggest takeaway out of all of this is like uh, what what is a good length for a game and it's really about your attention span and how much time you can actually give to it because it's like commodity and when yeah. we were kids we could give a lot of time away to 
all of the long games and all of everything, but uh, now we've got other responsibilities. It's it's harder to dive into that those worlds, those deep, rich worlds, as easy. Yeah, I I, de- I definitely agree with, mm. with that. I think um, I think it, it is a hard balancing act. I mean, the the act of getting your money's worth, but. F- but it also feeling worthwhile to you. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's why we see a lot of games that are a game as a service now. Cause I, I do think there are a lot of people who love being able to spend 50 quid on a game and then <laughs> keep playing that game for, you know, 100, 150 hours because we, we are gamers. Like we, you know, this is a, a you could say it's our hobby, a keen interest yeah. about. So playing more games makes sense for us, but for the casual audience, when you're convincing them they've got to drop well i mean on playstation 5 <laughs> it's 70 quid now isn't it for a game so oh you, you've got to convince someone hey you want to buy this for 70 quid that person needs to feel like that 70 quid was worth it exactly you know? like that's exactly it you have to it is like and then the whole like how long is it, it really is a commitment like oh you know it is going to be it's going to take 20 hours so i don't have the investment and no matter how much you can say, like, oh, but it's worth it. Like, you have to have to really sell it. But if it's a game, just like, okay, it's 10 hours. You know, yeah, sure, whatever. And I had yeah. that recently. Um, uh, I convinced someone to play Near Automata. And when they asked how long it was, I was like, oof. Depending on how much you want to play. <laughs> it, it, could be, it could be 10 hours. It could be 80. And uh, yeah, so, but he... He decided to, you know, bite the bullet. He tried it, and he did eventually get to eighty hours. I think a hundred hours or something. But, um, yeah, he's not, and he was totally not into those other games too. So it was like a really big achievement for me. But I know that I'll get that maybe once in a decade. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. But to be fair, it loops back to a point you made right at the start of this, where mm. you said that games are trying to be a lot like films. Oh my god! And the problem is, is that films are short. Films are an hour and a half, two hours long. To be fair, if I see a film over two hours, I usually think it's bad before I've watched it. <laughs> because like it's so hard to get things at length paced correctly. And when you when a game is trying to be a film, what it's doing is it's dragging out a two hour story <laughs> into twenty, twenty five hours. Yes. And it's one of the things like I love Red Dead Redemption too. Oh my god. I think it's gorgeous, right? That was the other but, game, yes. <laughs> But you know when you play it, you like because I, I started playing it again not long ago. I wanted to play through it again because I really enjoyed it. And there was a bit where I was like, "There's nothing happening. <laughs> like there's literally nothing going on here. I'm just travelling around on a horse, and it's just filler. Like, and you can when you and, 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 admittedly, like you don't. The first time I played it, I didn't realise what the filler was. You know, mm. you won't. You only with context. You know, actually, this is kind of irrelevant. That's kind of pointless. But like having played it once, I was kind of sat there like, this could all have been cut, and it would have been. <laughs> the same experience <laughs> exactly oh and i think the one of the biggest big crimes that red Dead redemption 2 does as well um is the whole lord of the rings uh like how many endings like does it actually have like it felt like red Dead redemption 2 ended like three times before it actually ended and the bit where we get to uh i don't want, oh, i don't want to spoil it but uh when we play as another character it's been um, out for like two years mate I know, Spo- but still. Spoilers alert for Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> when you're playing a new character at, right at the end, yeah, you think, oh, okay, it's like a post-credits, you know, nice little thing to round up. The game continues for yes. three hours. And, that's like... and the thing is, those three hours, two hours of it is boring farm work. It it's, really is. It's, it's, someone like, it's like four days of someone going, hey, can you clean up this horse shit? And you sat there like, <laughs> again? What do you mean? Yeah. When you go to bed the first time, you wake up, it's like day two. And I'm like, oh, it can't possibly. A week later. Day seven, I'm like, ah, hmm. Is this the game now? I understand why these cowboys were so angry. Gosh, <laughs> I couldn't live like this. Did I get the bad ending? Is the game punishing me? God, it, it's absolutely true. And the mm. thing is, it, it's there to be artistic, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. it's just like, don't bother. The Red Dead Redemption 2, you take away that, sorry, that, uh, that epilogue. Mm. It's a perfect ending. Mm, it know? truly it de- is. De- depending on the ending you get, of course, there's multiple endings, like Wink said. Um, but most people I know got the good ending because it's not too difficult to get. And 
I think just like extending the game for three hours along that, because I think the whole point of that epilogue is to just give you the satisfaction of revenge for what happens at the end of Red mm. Dead Redemption 2's like main story. But you have to wait three hours to do it, and it's over like that. And it's like, you could have done this in 30 minutes. Yeah. And it wouldn't even be so adverse if they like released, like with, withheld it and released it afterwards. Maybe not, definitely not as paid. Oh my God, no. But just, it's one of those things they could have just had like a little spicy little bonus while they were working on uh, Red Dead Online. Mm-hmm. You don't have to show everything all at once. And yeah, so exactly what you said, pacing really matters, especially like for a good length of, the, of a film, I was going to say, a game. God, Red Dead really wants to be a film. <laughs> well, I feel like on that bombshell, we, mm. should, we should wrap up. We made it to nine o'clock, so <laughs> I, th- I would say that was a success. We were worried yeah. we weren't going to speak long enough, but apparently if you talk about Red Dead, we can talk forever. And if I bring up Assassin's Creed, I can't stop fucking running. So. <laughs> yeehaw, indeed. Yeehaw, motherfuckers. Kind of yee west, sorry. Yee west, thank you. Wings for joining me on this relatively warm October evening. It's 17 degrees, apparently. So, you know, that's not very wintry. It's, it's autumn. That's why. Um, but yes, thank you everyone for listening and for Wings for joining me. You can find us on various platforms Amazon Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. I'm fairly certain there's a fifth one. I don't know what it is, though, because it's never listed. Um, and that doesn't include GameGrin.com. Obviously, you can go there. You can read our reviews and our articles. But until next time, I hope you've enjoyed episode 322 of the Greencast. And game on.